Welcome to another episode of Daybreak Crypto. You're here with Kramer and Swiss. We've got some new uh, raises to let you all know about today. Starting off, we have Cosmos-based Stride, which raised $6.7 million in its seed round, which was co-led by Pantera Capital, North Island VC, and Distributed Global, and is going to be primarily used for hiring engineers to help build out the protocol, as well as some security people to focus full-time on chain security. So Stride is a liquid staking protocol for the Cosmos blockchain ecosystem. Right now, Stride is only offering staking support for Cosmos's hub and the native admin token, but plans to add support for more IBC compatible assets before the end of the year. And that list is rather long and includes Juno, Secret, Osmosis, uh, Kava, Evmos, Regen, Sam. Terra, Stargaze, I mean, they're, they're hitting 10 or 20 different Cosmos-based to- tokens, hopefully by the end of the year. And it works a bit differently than other liquid staking protocols as they kind of let users redeem the staked assets for the original asset at any time instead of leaving users kind of stranded for two plus weeks if the original asset starts to lose peg, as we kind of saw with staked Ether back in June, um, if you were keeping your head in the news. But... Either way, the article mentioned that Stride's funding round comes during the crypto winter, where VC investments dropped 26% in the space year over year, even though the number of deals increased. And this is something we've mentioned on the pod a couple of times in the recent past, where just because the investment size is shrinking, it doesn't mean the number of opportunities being taken or the number of companies raising money successfully are shrinking. So the crypto winter... Uh, is what they're calling it. But in my opinion, it's a great time for expectations to kind of realign with reality and we get more accurate valuations because of it. Um, One last little thing before I toss it to you, Swiss. Um, It's noteworthy to mention that the Cosmos ecosystem has grown to over 10 billion in total volume in the ecosystem and has over 30 blockchains and 45% month over month transaction volume growth. So, it's you know obviously an up-and-coming ecosystem we know about it because we're a big fan of the cosmos but adam has over 60 percent of all tokens staked by users which is third behind total value behind solana and eth 2.0 so you know pantera capital co-leading the round is obviously a big uh you know green light in our eyes it's a it's a good thing they're doing uh good work but dylan what are your uh what are your thoughts here Right on. So the the TVL metrics are a little bit squishy in my eyes. First, first and foremost, um, I do think taking those with a grain of salt is important. I this this company. What I like about Stride uh, the most is that they they wrote this tweet recently where they say they they believe in doing one thing and doing it well. Their, their number one goal is to build the most secure user-friendly liquid staking protocol and they they make the, the call out that there are a number of other projects building quote-unquote hubs for DeFi on cosmos and they are trying to be different by just focusing on this one use case i really appreciate that you see a lot of teams trying to do anything and everything and i i think it's really important to stay focused on on one goal and one feature and get that right because there have been a lot of problems with as you noted uh, liquid staking on other protocols so you got to get it right 
And that said, I am not that big of a user. I've, I've never done any meaningful liquid staking anywhere. And it's actually been good to me by avoiding it in, in certain ecosystems in the, in the past year. So what you're doing when you liquid staking, you're basically borrowing. You're, you're basically using leverage to, to borrow and then using your assets. And you see some of these complicated strategies where people, people engage in liquid staking and then they take their derivative and they go put it into a new strategy that yields them some new token where they're yielding even more. And it's, it, it becomes a really complicated affair and not really something that um, I personally engage with. But that said, the liquid staking market on Ethereum, for example, I think it's Lido, L-I-D-O, the, the way that they've essentially accrued a ton of Ethereum allowing their users to to have the stake to derivative output. Um, so there's a lot of money in it, basically. It's a huge land grab. And the the venture capitalists that are backing these are are keen to have a piece of that land grab. So I I get it. I get why they're funding it. But personally it's not something I'm interested in using. And I think it's just it's just more risk on an already risky asset class. But looking at their website, yeah, I like their website design. Um, you can't use the product yet, but the the user experience, I think they might, I mean, <laughs> the website's cool. So hopefully the user experience is, is just as cool. But Right. Um, have you we've been doing these types of articles and raises for a couple of months now. Have you came across an article where they actually got ecosystem validators to participate or invest as well as like VC groups? Cause that's what um, happened here. It's listing Imperator, Cosmo station, Everstake, and staking services that they participated in the round as well, which is just interesting to me. Oh, I didn't know they participated in the round. The corporate is working intently with a number of prime validators within the Cosmos ecosystem and is in talks with a number of main Cosmos DeFi platforms about integrating exchanges and cash markets. So maybe they didn't invest. They're just working with them to yeah. implement this. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, that's okay, good. That's, we read that through. That's definitely a strategy that they these different liquid staking providers use because mm-hmm. um, then it's like a benefit to those who choose the validator. So Imperator, they're, they're doing a lot. They do a lot of cool stuff. I, I like what they do, the, the way that they help different ecosystems that they validate on. And they're quite good. They, they add a lot of value um, in what they help, help the layer ones build out on their websites. Like I'm pretty sure the Osmosis info page was all them. I know there's an API that you can plug into to get osmosis data and it's run by Imperator. So it's like that kind of stuff is a huge value add. Uh, It's a lot of work. So they are probably going to be involved with, um, I'm not exactly sure what the, what the way is that they would be involved, but I think it's, I think it's good, right? You want to see that if if they're going to be a big player in a liquid staking environment for an ecosystem, 
you're going to need support probably from from the big validators because a lot of users are using those validators. So the more easily you integrate with them, it's important if you want people to actually use your staked derivative. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, top to bottom, it's good to see them aiming to work together and kind of grow it into something meaningful. Absolutely, man. So I'll be interested to watch for this. Um, probably not something I'd be using personally. Doing doing any liquid staking, I'd probably just toy with it uh, with a small, very small nominal amount uh, with my security concerns and, and just concerns of using leverage. But I want to talk about this other team that raised. It's called Kurtosis. It's formed by two former Palantir engineering leads. And the investors are really notable here. So you have Coinbase Ventures, you have uh, the Chainsmokers Venture Capital Arm, Mantis VC, and then also angel investor Olivier Pommel, who is the CEO and founder of Datadog. And I used to cover the uh, Datadog industry. It's a public company. And this is this is really really cool to me. This is this makes this company very interesting because Datadog is all about the quote unquote observability industry, where big companies want to get insights on their data quickly and being able to make decisions and at a massive scale. And Datadog did tremendously well as a private company, and then they went public and it just ripped high. I mean, it was just a rocket ship. So they do that. He, they would know this industry well, data analysis and Palantir as well, the way that they analyze all sorts of data for the military. It's, I mean, these are, these are world leaders in what they do. So coming into the blockchain data space makes a lot of sense. And I think that they, they bring a lot of credibility in their ability to execute because it's, you know, these teams have done it in the past. So who you have around the table, super interesting. And what they want to do is make a tool that helps developers test before they launch. And so they use this term shadow forking, which I had never heard of before, but it's very simple. You can fork a chain and mess around with it privately. So a lot of these layer ones, they don't have test nets that are running or they're not, they're not really well run, well uh, matured test nets. So I think with this tool, once they build it, the, the premise would be that you could, you could quote unquote shadow fork this and then have your own private test net kind of where you can now play around with it and you can do bug testing and security testing and hopefully start to mitigate, get in front of these bugs that are causing millions of dollars in losses and hacks. And you, if you could develop a tool that, that allows you to do that, that quote unquote simplifies engineers ability to build on web three, that's really big. And the, the, a subscription to such a tool um, would be highly sought after from all of these tools tools that are people who are building on web three. So super interesting. What were your thoughts on this one? Yeah. So it was cool to learn a little bit about Datadog. I didn't know uh, their history in that realm. So that's, 
that's awesome that they were a uh, you know a main investor here but i just just talking about what they're trying to build i mean i haven't seen a lot of these articles that we talk about in the seed raises they're for you know projects and companies that like are interesting but i don't necessarily see the exact need for right now whereas this is basically the most home run investment i think i've seen because you know as we covered in the last 6 to 12 months there've probably been at least 10 episodes based solely on hacks and i mean the axie infinity alone was i think over 600 million and i think it was over 2 billion across the world this year that's already been stolen through crypto you know phishing or whatever you want to call it so giving the devs a place to do more advanced testing is is it's amazing because yeah kind of like you were saying they can have it as you know like a private test net and then kind of open it up to the public but only you know the public that they want to be able to use it so that they're able to provide feedback on bugs or anything else and i mean the more that we can get done before the actual release hopefully the tighter the code is and you know the less hacks and less newsworthy headlines we hear in the future but you know that is if you know the company has everything in a straight line and is not trying to rush their product to the market cuz you know we're going to see regardless of these companies popping up and all the tools being there you know some projects are still only interested in the money grab so um definitely something to keep an eye on but this was one of the cooler companies i have read about personally yeah and they have uh two they did a 2.5 million dollar seed round last August 2021 and this is a 20 million dollar series A led by tech focused hedge fund Co2 so that's very notable it's it's extremely notable this list of investors that they have here so i think that that brings a lot of credibility and i i'm fairly optimistic i mean these these kind of companies that sell advanced features to the blockchain engineer teams themselves are are positioned to do really well because they can charge a lot of money and there's not other options so there's a huge market need a huge market demand for this and you have on surface level what looks to be a team capable of of doing it because they've done it before yeah and i would be i would be excited to be an investor in this company for sure Definitely, they're so, not a nice piece of land for themselves. Yeah, no doubt. Well, I think we're pretty much on time. I know we've uh, been talking for a while here, but always a pleasure to chat with you, Kramer. Oh yeah, you as well. Um, we will see everybody tomorrow for our Friday episode of Daybreak Crypto. Hope you all have a good day.